Although drug-eluting stents have now proven their worth in a number of indications, they should not be the favoured option for treating saphenous vein graft lesions. That at least is the conclusion of a re sorry. That at least is the conclusion of a registry analysis presented in Dallas by Jeff Trost from Johns Hopkins in Baltimore. Simply put, if you look at the randomized control trials of drug-eluting stents versus bare metal stents, the big mega trials, if you will, the serious the taxis studies and, and smaller trials. All of them have excluded saphenous vein graft lesions from study. So there are no existing randomized trials looking specifically at that population, which is a high-risk population in terms of PCI for major adverse cardiac events. So just tell me then how you set up this study, where you got your data from. We're involved with the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute Dynamic Registry, which is a large registry of patients who have undergone a PCI from the years of about 1997 to 2001. This particular data comes from the time periods when both drug-eluting stents and bare metal stents were used. In a word, it's, it's, or in a phrase, it's basically a real-time registry of how intervention is performed in several centers around the country. So you've been able to draw out almost 300 patients during this period who came in for stenting for a saphenous vein graft lesion. What sort of results are you seeing at one year? Interestingly, at six months, we found that there was a non-significant trend towards benefit with the drug-eluting stent group, specifically lower major adverse cardiac events driven mostly by less repeat revascularization of those lesions. However, at one year, that difference basically disappeared. The same rate of adverse events in both groups? Exactly. Are there any theoretical reasons why you might expect to see a benefit in arteries but not in saphenous vein grafts? That's, that's a great question. We, I think the common thought is that vein grafts do seem to react differently to stenting in terms of kind of the biologic reaction that occurs, that uh, maybe there isn't as much intimal hyperplasia, and in fact, perhaps there's some other inflammatory component that we don't understand. In addition, saphenous vein grafts have a lot more potential for degeneration and advanced atherosclerosis than native arteries, more rapid atherosclerotic process. We think that that may be one of the reasons why they do much more poorly compared with de novo lesions. If you had a patient in for stenting in a saphenous vein graft now, would you be looking to give them a drug-eluting stent, given this data, or would you bung in a bare metal one? Not sure. I think I would, I would select my patients carefully. I think one of the kind of take-home messages of the study is that drug-eluting stenting may be, in fact, more dangerous than bare metal. We found at one year that there was a subacute stent thrombosis rate of 2.4% with the drug-eluting stent group, as opposed with none with the bare metal stent group. And the drug-eluting stent group was treated more with with antiplatelet medication, obviously, because of that reason. So it, it raises a safety issue that I think needs to be explored in a randomized trial. So you think there should be now a randomized comparison of the two stent types in saphenous vein grafts? Absolutely. My impression is that small studies are underway, but we really need to kind of take the investigators, the serious, the taxis folks, and uh, get them to come together and, and really do a large-scale comparison of the two drugs to either confirm or refute the theory that we have. Jeff Trost.